I cannot stop playing that game. It's, it's like crack. I know. I'm excited. I figured that's pretty much what we'll be talking about this whole time. So. Yeah, right. Um. Okay. Well, then, let's go ahead and pass gas. Uh, Cliff isn't here, so the, the uh, podcast this week is going to be super, super immature. <gasps> lots of bodily functions. I don't know why of... Cliff makes this podcast mature, though. I know, right? Uh, well, he's the only one with an actual child, so I he guess. has another life form that he's he responsible has, like, for. He has, responsibilities. <laughs> he's an actual manager of a department. We're not. Um, I'm getting there. You're Mr. There. Manager. <laughs> I, I just, I manage not to lose my crap yeah. every day. That is something to be said sometimes. Uh-huh. I deserve a raise for that. You can kind of see it. You can kind of see the the tension across the office occasionally. Uh-huh. Like people, sometimes you can hear it. You can tell the at the the level of volume people walk around the office. Like how hard are they stamping their feet? Right. Like if we can walk. hear footsteps like, and you, you it's a carpeted floor, yeah. somebody's you know really upset. You know something's up. Uh-huh. Uh, welcome to the Bite Me Podcast, episode one seventeen. My name is Adam West. I am back finally. I'm the Dylan, and Cliff's now gone. I know, so right? Whatever. We're just gonna rotate um, in and out. Yeah. Why not? Okay, and um, we're done. Thanks for playing. Um, so, yeah. So, what was I doing the last couple of weeks? I was on vacation one week. Yeah, and then there was a bunch of snow. Oh, and then the snow. So, yeah. you, like, couldn't get to the office, but then probably had, like, some work to do because someone else home. in our office was also on vacation, which... We've had... So, we've had um, people leave their employment, have medical issues, get snowed in... Go on vacation and have medical issues on vacation. Yeah. And then go on vacation while somebody else is on vacation with that person having medical issues while they're on vacation. Right. So, and then we've got, we got two feet of snow. Yeah. It was That's a, pretty unusual. Yeah. For, any one of those things is fine, right? Any one of those is totally fine. But, it <laughs> but all like I, six of them in a row. Was, it just happened back to back to back to back to back. Mm-hmm. And um, hopefully things are going to... S- Sort of get back to normal, we hope. Yeah. But, yeah. You can do what you can. Cliff's on vacation now. Yeah. Good for him. Um, so, yeah. So, this is the podcast where we talk about video games, although this week um, it's going to be just a bunch of weird news, I'm yeah. sure. It didn't seem like it was a super newsy week, but there's some weird news that might mm-hmm. be interesting to say things about yeah. and stuff. We are going to talk about, uh, in news, we've got Assassin's Creed Odyssey is going to be showing up somewhere for you to play. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Crackdown 3, well, we waited a long time for it, and... We'll talk about that. Um, the Anthem Day 1 patch is massive, but it's going to help with one of the bigger frustrations people have uh, had during the demos and the VIP and the early release and yeah. blah, blah, blah. So we'll talk about that. Skull and Bones, which is a game I totally forgot about. Yeah, it's been like, I think, two years since they showed it off at E3. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still not out yet, but hey, there's a TV show. So we'll talk about Yay. that. And then Fortnite Live is an event that actually happened over in the UK somewhere. Yeah. And it was shut down um, because Not of reasons. Surpri- <laughs> Not surprisingly. It's really dumb. Uh, Again, plus, weird news. <laughs> right? Plus questions uh, as well as some cheap free games and stuff and things. But first we start with what we're playing. And let's go ahead and start talking about it since we're both one of the games we're, we're playing. start off hot? Yeah. One of the games we're playing is the new free-to-play Tetris 99. On the Switch. Yes. Uh, if you haven't played it, it's 
like I said, it's free to play. Actually, I don't even think there's microtransactions in it. No, it's I literally there's literally a menu like you you open it up. It's a menu and it says play or options. Yeah, and I looked like, under options and I'm like, can I change any? Can I pay for something here? And no. Can I give them money? I, would, I, well, I feel like I need to give them money. Um, but they uh, they showed this off at the Nintendo Direct and they're like, it's out now, which was kind of cool. I like how Nintendo does that. Right, but. The game's really cool. I'm still terrible at Tetris. I um, I am really good at. Well, I say really good at Tetris. You're good at Tetris. Like I love Tetris. You're good at Tetris. Like maybe not exceptional, but like right. It's definitely better than the average Tetris player. Therefore, you are. A good What's Tetris your highest? Uh, I got to like eighteen or seventeen. I didn't play a lot, uh-huh. and being not very good at Tetris, and I was trying to figure out what was going on. Like I was trying to figure out, and Joe was kind enough to try to explain to me kind of what. Mm-hmm. how you do the attacks and things, but I still don't, like, I understand that doing things triggers the attacks, but I still don't know, like, when that's happening, really. Right. Which, well, so so my understanding is, so there's four different ways to attack. Right. Actually, there's well, five there's different. a manual way. Yeah, there's a manual way, which you can select who you're going to, like, you can pick the person on your screen. Which seems crazy. I know. Um, then there's random, where it auto-selects people for you. There's KOs, which go after people who have been knocking people out. Right. Uh, there's badges, which that's the, I didn't I don't know about how you collect badges or whatever or what those actually are, but people who've earned a lot of badges you target them, um, and then there are attackers, so people who are attacking you have sought you out specifically. Right. You can attack them right back. Right, um, and it all depends on which way you move your uh, right analog right. stick, and or you can select the left one manually. Does it, which is pretty clever. Um, yeah, but did we even explain what this is? So it's a battle royale game. <laughs> Ninety nine player Tetris. Yeah, it's last one standing. So cool. Um, it is pretty neat though. Mm-hmm. I need to get better at Tetris. Though in the games I played, though, I immediately got significantly better at Tetris by the first time to the last time I played. Though right. I, I went from like in the eighties to eighteen, right. so I felt a lot better. Um, I was getting the hang of like remembering the shapes and how to rotate them and just. Knowing which ones to look for, because right. it, it, it is there is a certain patterns to well, look for. So. Like I've gotten to the point where I'm just looking, <laughs> hit my mic, uh, where I'm just looking at my screen and I'm not, I'm not looking around my screen. I'm just looking right at my screen and I'm seeing things in the periphery. Right, and and it's it kind of freaks me out because I feel kind of robotic when I do it. Yeah, and it's but it's almost zen like when you get into it. And the thing is, like if you get rid of just one line, you're not really doing anything for anyone. Uh, to any damage to anyone. But once you hit the two, three, and then the Tetris, that's when you're sending out more blocks to other people and really screwing up their So what's a Tetris? A Tetris is four lines. You disappear four lines lines at once. Okay. Which is the most you can do at one time. Okay. See, I I didn't even know that. Mm Mm-hmm. Really? Do you know what the blocks are called? No. Tetronimos? Interesting. Uh Uh-huh. The whole world, the whole lore to uh-huh. this Tetris game. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's. I I will play it before I go to bed, in bed. Yeah, probably in my sleep at some point. Hey, the the. I don't know if it's a good thing. I think it is kind of good how they did the attacking thing. I think that's interesting because um, it allows you to just, I think I think it's smart to allow you just to focus on actually playing Tetris and mm-hmm. not worrying about the other thing. But at the same time, it, it does feel kind of like I'm just playing Tetris. Like there's nothing that really makes it feel like you're playing against someone. All right. Um, so there's maybe some way to more actively do that. I don't, I don't know. I don't well, know if that's like- a good idea or a bad idea, but... 
um, it does seem a little. I'm playing Tetris by myself. Um, yeah, not to have, say it's not fun though. Have you played the Puyo Puyo Tetris? A yeah. little bit. So it's like when it's just te- when you're just playing Tetris versus whatever your opponent. Think of it like that, but mm-hmm. just on a yeah. much grander scale. Well, to me, it feels like I'm going to do better if I just focus on playing Tetris and not so much yeah. worrying about who I'm attacking. Um, and it seems to go pretty well for a while until all of a sudden it feels like I guess six people probably gang up on you at one time for some yep. reason. If it's completely on accident or if they have some strategy that I don't know about or they're just nerds. <laughs> but like I've had my best luck either attacking randoms or attacking the people attacking me. Right. That's where I've had my best luck. Yeah. So, um, but definitely check it out. It's free to play. It's I keep saying free to play. It's just free. It's just a free game. It's just a free game. Well, it, do you have you have to be on the oh, network yeah. though? So it, it's kind of with the subscription to the twenty dollars a year because you have to have yeah you, you have to have, to have Nintendo to online people. I forgot so, about that. But essentially free. Yeah. And it's funny because IGN just rated it and they gave it an eight point five. And I remember reading in one of the comments, it's like it's Tetris. It's the same game. Right. So I don't know why they really. Went to the trouble of, but they did reviewing it. I guess. Um, well, I guess. I mean, the battle royale mechanic. I guess you can give that some sort of score. I guess. But again, yeah. you're just playing against ninety eight other people instead of one other person. I guess. True. So true. True. Um, another game you're playing is Crackdown Three. Yay! I did play it a little bit. It's <laughs> it's not bad. I I know reviews are getting. Not so good reviews, which I guess we can talk about that now. Uh, right. May as well, because... Yeah. Um, but I I think the game was fine. I think it suffered from maybe what Kingdom Hearts 3 did, where on a more extreme scale for Kingdom Hearts, it, the the time it took the game to, to be put out was maybe too long. Oh, yeah. Where the, the controls just feel a little not tight. They're a little oh, Do the controls feel very last-gen? In a, in a way, and I think I think that's just because maybe you've because the game's very free runny, like mm-hmm. you're running and jumping up buildings, and I think oh, yeah. you've just played games recently that did that better than this one, so it immediately feels less than um, in that respect, and that's a big part of the game. Right. Other than that, the game looks good. It's Terry Crews. Like, <laughs> like, there's a lot going for the game. Other than, I think it just doesn't feel. And it, and if you're really gonna get upset because the story's not very compelling, the like, story that's, was never that's compelling. Not, that's not the point. So, and I, so I think, I think part of the bad reviews is not really fair because it, you're not expecting it to really break ground in any way like that. It's supposed to be a sandbox mm-hmm. game where you get more powerful and blow stuff up and beat the bad guys and retake the city like that's the idea of the game so to really mark it down i feel is a little harsh when i think the game probably does fine in a lot of those areas right because i want to say ign gave it uh it's like a five yeah ign gave the main campaign a five and they gave the multiplayer a four I don't even so, know what that means. Because evidently, I want to say that I read that the, the main campaign and the multiplayer are vastly different. Yeah. Um, and the multiplayer, they, they wanted to review them separately just because they are separate. Right. So, so separate. And it just wasn't good. Yeah. But I'm a Crackdown fan. I love the first Crackdown. I love the first one. Crackdown 2, I never really played. I played um, it a little bit. Not as much as the first one, but it's, it's essentially the same game. Right. And I, this is very much the same game 
Just but, updated visuals to a I mean, degree. It looks nice. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks really good. So I'll so, be able to play it some more and really really see if I can form a better opinion, see if I can get more used to how it feels. And I think uh, another problem starting off is if you're familiar with Crackdown, you realize you know, you know at the beginning you're kind of a wimp. And as you collect right. the orbs and as you do the things, as you drive the cars, as you shoot the bad guys, you get better at all of those things. And you get stronger, you get faster, you jump higher. So I'm wondering at some point, too, if there's kind of the I'm over the hump where my skills are good enough, where I kind of navigation through the city becomes easier because you jump farther you jump higher so uh, so it's easier to reach those things rather than kind of like clumsily trying to leap up this building it doesn't feel too good so i'm I'm wondering if that kind of alleviates some of those initial pains that you feel when you start the game being someone who's played crackdown before well i think that was like the whole point at lay well not the whole point but that's one of the things it's like you do progress you do get right better and they kind of at the beginning of the game they have a cutscene where Terry Crews is really big and buff, right? And then he, spoiler alert, dies, essentially, but comes back to life. Because if you're familiar with Crackdown, they just kind of, like, reboot you. Right. Because you're not (laughs) just a human. Um, It's almost like when you're... You're, like, wimpy Terry Crews, right? right? You're, like, all skinny. So through doing strength, feats of strength, like, you're going to get buff again. Right. But you're not when you start the game. It's like, well, I can't remember which God of War. I think it was any of the God of War where you start the game. Where you start Start the game with all the massive weapons, and then they're all just... I was literally going to say that, and I think it would have been smart (laughs) if they let you actually play oh, okay. a bigger section of like a section of the game where you're big and buff. Oh, this is what I get to be. Make that really cool and interesting and then take it away from you knowing that you can build back up. Gotcha. Because I think that's something smart that God of War 2 did was especially if you played God of War 1 I'm a big monster like I can kill everything <laughs> and then you start God of War 2 and you're like I'm a wimp. Like, yeah. that doesn't make any sense. No, they, they wrote it into the story where you start the game and you do this crazy big boss battle, and then they have a reason to strip your powers away from you, so you do it again. Right. Like, that was that was clever. Like, that was a good way to kind of be able to play God of War again without, like, it not making sense or just having you atrociously powerful by the end of God of War right. 2. So, Which would have been amazing as well. Yeah. Um, cool. So, are you playing anything else? That was pretty much it. Okay. Um, so, let's see. Um, last week on Amazon or the week before, I noticed a sale on a game called Starlink Battle for Atlas. Yeah. I uh, heard a lot about it when it came out, and it reviewed pretty well. People generally like this game. Um, it's one of the Toys to Life kind of thing where you plug the ship in, and I got, mm-hmm. of course, I got the Switch version um, so I could play as Fox. Yeah. Fox. That's a big draw. Star Fox. Fox McCloud. Is that his name? I think so. Sure, that guy. Um, sounds close enough. I play Star Fox. Um, and have you played this game? No. It is so much fun. It's 25 bucks. I think, still on Amazon. As of the other day, I convinced our coworker Justin to pick it up because I was like, I don't know what kind of games you like, but Celeste is really good, and you should also maybe like this, and he really liked the trailer, so he bought it right away. Yeah. Um, it's fun. It feels good. The flying is fun. The combat is great, and it's it's... Like what is it? Is it kind of like a Star? Is it kind of like Star Fox, but so not technically. I mean, not technically, because Star Fox right. is an on rails kind of shooter. Um, this is if you took if you took No Man's Sky and you put it into a if you took No Man's Sky and made it and gave it actual missions like. Uh, go here, 
a harvest this thing. I mean, mm-hmm. I know they've got that in No Man's Sky now, but it's on a much, much larger scale. Um, it's just kind of a pared down No Man's Sky. There's not a lot of like world building and crafting and stuff yeah. that you do. I mean, you upgrade stuff, but you don't have to craft new things and, and, and whatever. You can get mods and things, whatever, for your ship or your guns or whatnot. Um, and the story's really cool. The It looks fantastic. The only thing I'm kind of annoyed with is like whenever you... Um, Oh, I forget what it is, what it's called, but basically when you take down a fort or something, mm-hmm. um, or a, uh, a harvester, um, um, what's the thing when they pull the stuff out of the ground? They're harvesting, they're mining, they're... Anyway, one of those things, when you take it down, the the animation at the end of the battle, it's the same animation oh. for every single one. It's fine, but... You take down three or four of them in the span of 45 minutes, you see the exact, like, yeah. oh, I just, it's the exact same ending to every battle. Right. And some of the, the actual battles are, they're a little repetitive, um, only because you have to do the same thing, but the enemies, at least they vary their attacks a bit. So there's, there's a little variety in that. Um, but then again, I'm only on like my second or third planet, uh, but no, it's really, really good, and you don't have to use the toy to lie. You don't have to plug the toy in thing, toy thing, and if you don't want to, you can do it all digitally. But it's really cool, like popping your gun off your R wing, and then mm-hmm. popping a new gun on, and watching the animation on screen just happen as you're yeah. doing it. It's really cool. Um, voice acting is on point too. It's really good, but it's a Ubisoft game, so so there's that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I want to say last I checked, it was. Pretty much the same price across all the systems on Amazon. So check that out. And just for funsies, I was in California. I had my Switch with me, and I'm like, I'm going to jump back into, I don't know why, Breath of the Wild. Because so, there's more seeds to get, man. Sure. Um, but here's the thing. I started a new game. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Because it had been long enough since I was playing that I... Like, Where am I? I... I needed a refresher, so I'm going to play for a while with this new game and kind of stay a little more focused instead of just like, look how great this place is that I can go yeah. anywhere um, and try and figure out the things that I may have missed or whatnot and uh, go back to my other game and then go back and get those things and kind of refocus myself because I'm at uh, Ganon on my main game. Oh, yeah. So I'm at the end of the game, but... uh I'll just reacclimate myself with the controls a bit and maybe figure out how to upgrade all my armor a bit more before I go back in there because he's difficult. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. So um, so there's that. And I think I think that's all I'm playing. That's it? Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. There's a lot of games on sale right now on the eShop. Yeah. There's like there's a, a lot. There's a, all, I think every platform has a big sale going on right now. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of good deals. Yeah. I'm clearly like on the Switch kick right now. Even though I'm 60 hours into Assassin's Creed Odyssey, so I'm clearly at the end of that game. Yeah. But I still have 20 missions left. Um, yeah, and for whatever reason, the Switch just, I felt like picking it up. Oh, and I also, side note, I picked up a little portable dock for the Switch. It was $26. There's $34. So way, way cheaper than the main dock. Um, and the only thing they recommend is getting an official Nintendo AC adapter for it. If you want to use multiple AC adapters, don't get oh, a yeah. random off-brand one because this way you're guaranteed to keep the same you know, power right. throughput. And it works flawlessly. 
Nice. Perfect. So now I've got to switch up or uh, dock upstairs and downstairs. Nice. It's a game I like changer. It. I know. I might actually get another little mini portable one for my bedroom. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I could just do. Yeah, I've got things to do. Uh, <laughs> I've got things to think about. So anyway, so that's what we're playing. If uh, we're not playing something that we should be playing, you should let us know. Drop us a note in the Discord or on our Facebook page or wherever. That was a plug. Yes. Um, we're going to plug ourselves even more now. Um, if you're listening to us on the iTunes, make sure you rate us and review us. And if you'd like to support our show with some of that cold, hard cash, that'd be awesome too. Uh, patreon.com slash bite me podcast, a few different levels of patronage, starting at as little as a dollar a month, all the way up to our producer level where you get all kinds of free, uh, little discord icons and stuff and things and access to all our shows before anybody else. And if you're a producer, we say your name on the show. And Cliff usually does this, so he has the master list. He's on vacation. So we have to go from memory. We should, you know, I should, we should call him sometime and be like, hey, can you just hey. do this for us? Just phone him in. for right? the, you, Wherever you are, I know you're on vacation and hanging out with the Mickey Mouse, but this is important. Um, anyway, um, thank you to Alan Schulte, Tom McDermott, Jacob Frank, are you doing this all from memory? Yes. Oh my god! But now you're now you're Sorry, messing Jacob me up. Jacob Frank, um, Kevin Schold, Austin Palmer, Joe Coleslaw, and Vinny. Is that everybody? I, I, I was on a roll and then <laughs> sorry. I had him interrupted I me. totally screwed that up for you. <laughs> so now That's I'm going to okay. feel terrible and someone's going to be like, you missed my name. And I'll be like, yeah. Yeah, I think, but we've got really cool listeners. So I think if um, we... And Kangaroo Jack. Jack Irish. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to go alphabetically. So when you interrupted me, I think that's where I was. Yay. Yeah, hopefully. I'm, so I'm going to Australia in September, and hopefully, if I can work it out, um, I'll make the six-hour trek from Sydney to wherever he is and say, good day," <laughs> And then leave. <laughs> You're like, you've got spiders the size of my car. I'm out. You can throw shrimp on his Barbie and leave. <laughs> um, <laughs> how random would that be if I just walk out? Good day. <laughs> just throw something at him and walk out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, bye. <laughs> um. Yeah, if I'm not killed by some random wildlife in Australia, I'm sure he'd kill me in that moment. That'd be fine. Because I would die. People are like, what if you go to Australia and you're killed by, like, something climbing out of the toilet or or falling from a tree or eating your face when you walk through a door? Like, that's fine. I'll have died in Australia. I will die happy. You'll already be down under. Ohio. They don't even have to dig very deep at that point. True. Yeah. Is it true? You know, is it true that when you're south of uh, the equator, the toilet swirls the other no, way? No, that's a myth. Is I that guess. a myth? Yeah. Aww. But it sounds so cool. Like, know, right? it's something I want to be true. Um, I, will I guess there's video. only one way to find out. <laughs> I'll do a Facebook Live. <laughs> yeah. Live from the toilet in Australia, right? Southern Hemisphere. This is Adam West. But does it, does it look like it's going the right way on video because... Right. I don't know. Who knows? We'll have to find out. Anyway, um, that'll happen later this year. Like <laughs> me podcast from down under. Um, all right. We've got only a few things to talk about, and it's really, really weird. So let's go ahead and get into the next segment. News. That's the one. Or weird news. Yeah. Um, uh, so- the good news is if you were one of the uh, the Google 
whatever that the Google Stream service,、oh, yeah. people have started or I think have received their copy of Assassin's Creed Odyssey at this point. So if you're one of those people that were waiting, I think. The people in our chat that were、uh, waiting for that all kind of like chimed in around the same time and said they got it. Cliff got his. Nice. So if you did that play that you streamed it for an hour or more,、um, they, they gifted you a copy of it. So you should have that in your Uplay library now. So that's really annoying because I signed up for the Google Stream. Yeah. And. I never ever heard anything from them ever at all. Yes,、yeah, I, I, I don't know if I actually did get contacted or not. Yeah, I did not.、Mm-hmm. Which is sad because I, I really wanted to. Yeah. And I spent $80 on Assassin's Creed Odyssey,、right. which is $20 right now. Yeah, spoiler alert cheap free games. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about that. Sorry.、Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, there's a good game sale going on. And yes, so if、oh. you're one of the people that missed out but do want to enjoy Assassin's Creed Odyssey, $20 on any platform right now, I think. Oh, it's so good. It on PS4, it's、Xbox. so worth it. The piece is、um, all. Whatever you want, whatever you're fancy. The what? The P Sizzle. Oh, the P Sizzle, the X Bizzle, or the Nintendo. Nintendo. Pizzle? Nin- the Swizzle? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, this is、um, what happens when Cliff's not here. Moving on. Anthem <laughs> has a big.、Uh, oh, yeah, because we talked about Crackdown, right? Yeah. Yeah. Big、Spoiler、day one、alert. patch. <laughs> um, which I think. Everyone's excited for this because I know I, I don't know if Vinny knew, but I watched part of his stream as he was streaming Anthem because I didn't have a keyboard or anything because it was on my Xbox. So I didn't really have any way to chat, but I, I watched and I, a long portion of watching that was a loading screen.、Uh-huh. Um, so I guess there's some pretty dramatic loading screens, maybe up to seven minutes reported,、um, which is pretty absurd, isn't it? Seven minutes? I think that's what I saw somewhere. Someone that, that's that, ridiculous. That, that was kind of the, the worst of it, which I guess. Like loading into a big game that you're going to play for hours, I guess. Like, who Seven cares? Who cares? Like, that, that, that's a very long time, sure. But it's、I、time mean, to run upstairs, grab a Mountain Dew, make sure you tip the pizza guy, and then run back、right. downstairs. Sometimes I'd actually appreciate、fine. loading screens like that, especially in those kinds of games, because you like literally can't step away from them because they're like,、oh, you're always on, pause it. Right. You can't. I was having a conversation with my roommate about、uh, Tetris 99 or about something kind of. Important in her life. Yeah. But I had just started around to Tetris 99. Yeah. And I couldn't pause it. So, because you can't pause that game, it just goes because it's a real time、right. thing. So it's like, I appreciate a, a decent loading time. Yeah. Let's go with that. But did you play any of the VIP demo or anything? I didn't. I just, I just kind of watched. There was, um, Because during the first, VI, the first weekend demo, the VIP demo, they had people like they would sit there on the loading screen and we'd get up to that last like 98th percentile and it would just, just, it would stick, it would just sit there and people would sit there for 10, 15 minutes going, is this going to、yeah. catch up? So I hope there's no seven minute loading times.、Yeah. So I guess that's why you call this a beta and you let people play it because、right. you find out things like this. Right, right, right. Because、um, this is stuff that would really、uh, upset a player base if they launched the game and everyone jumped in to play it and they couldn't. So, Seriously.、Um, but it sounds like it's just going to be kind of general performance stuff. It sounds like it's going to do a, like the, the patch does a lot of little things here and there, but、um, the big deal was load, loading times because I think that's what. People really want right now. Generally, people seem to love the game, though. so... The game is super, super fun. I don't know if it's going to be, be a day one for me,、um, although I kind of、yeah. want to. I wish, I, I think Cliff might have got to, he might have spent some time playing this. I don't know. So I wish he was here to tell me. Oh, yeah, he did me, play. He played during the demo. I don't know more about it because I haven't really 
conversated much with anyone that's played this so far um, to really get a sense of anything anything really I, so i've heard it's good it's a it's another shared world shooter right um that you can fly in and the right. flying's amazing yeah, it's, like that's why i've heard the flying feels good it feels i don't know real, if that's something i want but it's one of those where it's yeah. like because i was like oh yay you you're iron man cool um i've never wanted necessarily to fly around in a, in a shooter like yeah. destiny i'm like i don't care if i fly it's yeah because the movement in that game was just so good um which I was like, it's it's so good. I can't really. Everything else kind of pales in comparison to the way that that game feels. This is the first game that I've played that I'm like, oh, this is what this is all the stuff I like about Destiny. The right. way it feels, it's got all the yeah, feels of cool. Destiny, and you can fly. That's good. Except yeah. when I was watching it though, like just seeing people hover in air because you can fly is kind of boring. Because, like, right. you can just hover above the battle and just shoot. I'm like, that's boring. So, like, that was... that but was you kind run of, out of... You run out of fuel. Like, you can't hover never, forever. Like, I, he never touched down. He was just, like, hovering there. So, I don't, right. I don't even know what was going on. Huh. Like... So I don't, I, yeah, I don't, I don't really know. Like, I don't know how long you can just do that. But it seemed like every time I looked up, they were just like hovering over the battle. Right. And I'm like, that's not interesting. Like, why, why is this? This doesn't appeal to me. Jump into um, it and play it and, so, and see what you think of it. Yeah. Just think of the flying and the the battles because it adds a whole yeah. new dimension. Yeah. Uh, we'll to see. the way you approach a, a battle. I've just never been much into flying in any game. Oh, so you don't have to fly. take it or leave it. I guess. Yeah. Um. Don't fly. We'll see. We'll see. Um, so yeah, so, uh, Anthem is out officially, I believe this Friday, the 22nd, that's its official release, release date. That's very soon. Yeah. That's the day after this podcast is out there. Two days after this podcast is out there for our Patreons. Uh, and if you've got EA origin access premiere, uh, you've already got this game available to you. So there, um, up next skull and bones, a Ubisoft unreleased pirate game, uh, which, Heard about, like you said, a couple years ago? I think two years ago is when I first saw it at like, an E3 showing or something. I don't know if they showed it off again this last year, maybe? Uh, yeah, so during E3 this past year, they announced a beta for the game. Um, no official dates were given, though. It's coming out for PC, PS4, Xbox. Um, well, the game has been pushed back to a fall release of this year. Because it was supposed to be fall of last year. Now it's a fall release okay. of this year. Um, there is going to be, like I said, that beta. But, however, they've got a TV show already announced. Still no it. release date, out. but they got a TV show. Um, so it looks like Screen Gems is going to be uh, doing... Is it Screen Gems that's doing this? Yes. You'll be, oh, no, they're working with Atlas Entertainment da, 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 to do... Uh, the Skull and Bones game. Uh, Screen Gems, sorry, that was an, another part of the story. They're making a, a film adaptation of Just Dance, which I think is kind of crazy. Um, that does seem crazy. Yeah. But still, according to The Hollywood Reporter, Ubisoft is working with Atlas Entertainment uh, to do uh, Skull and Bones. It's being billed as a female-driven drama set in the lawless frontier of the Indian Ocean at the, golden, at the end of the Golden Age of piracy, piracy in the 1700s. Is this game, is this a female-driven game? Not complaining about that, but that's just curious. I mean, I wonder if we're learning more about the game than we probably should. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. That will be fun. So, uh, and it's not saying where it's being released. It's just that a TV show is happening. Yep. Well, there's that. It's as cryptic as the game. 
Mm-hmm. But they got a show before release date. Are so. we thinking Netflix? I would have to guess that this is going to a streaming or service. Or Amazon. Yeah, any any of those streaming services. Or maybe that new secretive uh, Apple streaming service, which they've talked about mm. most recently. More secrets. Dun, dun, dun. Um, cool. Or maybe they just sent their message in a bottle and we just haven't got it yet. It's, wah, not, wah, it's wah. not the most efficient way to get the They grabbed the, the wrong out. booty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, it's interesting to see uh, Deadpool 2's director is working on a film based on The Division, another Ubisoft game. Division getting into the, or Ubisoft getting into the movies. Mm-hmm. And The Division, I think The Division could be really, really good. That might be a better game than movie. Movie than game. You don't like The Division. I, I love it. I wish the enemies weren't sponges. Uh, yeah, like, that's, that's my only totally problem fair. with the game. Like I, it, But at some point, like I can't play it because of that. Because I'm like, this is so unrealistic. Like, I can't even, like, suspend the disbelief anymore because I've shot you 300 times. Like, it's <laughs> imp- you would literally, there would be nothing left of you at that point. Right. Like, it, it's just, if you're going to have humanoid things, I mean, like, there has to stuff. be some amount of realism to it. Ever so slightly. But sorry, an email it, it kind of yeah. It just kind of kills it for me. Well, I'm sorry. I enjoyed it until I fought, like, the bosses. Yeah. And that's kind of They can be kind of it, a pain in the ass. Yeah, I kind of lost it at that point just because it's not... My brain doesn't like it, so... <laughs> and therefore, you don't like it, so there you go. Um. All right, wrapping things up in news... Um. There was a Fortnite festival. Fortnite Live. It's kind of like Fire Festival. The Fire Festival thing just never happened, but this actually happened, but they got shut down. So this was billed as the Fortnite event of the year. <laughs> However, it was not sponsored or licensed by Fortnite in any any way. Um, it was essentially just a crappy carnival, it sounds like. Oh, they've actually got a picture. It's just a rock wall. <laughs> We had that same rock wall at one of our stations events Yeah, uh, that we did last year. If you were at the uh, Northwest Kids Fest, Northwest Kids Fest, is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah, we had that same rock wall. Yeah, so there was like a rock wall and some like obstacle courses to do like live Fortnite stuff. People dressed as characters. They paid like $16 a head. 3,000 people. Apparently they had a good time. I mean, and they were looking forward to doing more of these events. However, they got sued and they're now shut down. Understandably. Well, yeah, and I mean, the mass. It says the vast majority of kids, kids like this event. Right. Well, you throw kids at a rock wall right. or a go kart track, gonna, they had fun, right? Sure. Kids also like eating glue. You just <laughs> so facts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sniffing my purple glue. Right. You've seen like kids TV shows now. Oh, it's right. Don't get me wrong. There's some educational ones out there that are super fantastic. But, but that's not what they watch. No, they watch the other like 90 percent of YouTube is filled with stuff. These kids watch. And it's oh, just man, like I was. That's fun. I don't remember if I if I talked about this at all. But a couple weekends ago, we were at a good friend's house who have they have a little kid who's six or so. Um, and just watches the YouTubes as kids do these days. And all it was was just like scrawny people yelling <laughs> and then Illuminati references just like cutting in <laughs> everywhere. And just like, it was so like sensory overload. Like I could not, 
Mm-hmm. Like nothing was going on. It was just like screaming and screaming and just unicorns and shapes and colors and Illuminati. Like that's. I was I like, what is this? Like what? Why? What? Like what? to me, YouTube is like the local access channels on your basic right. cable package, where it's just like, who knows? Yeah, who knows what you're gonna get. Um, all right. Well, there's all your news. I'm sure you feel smarter now than you did when you came into this podcast today. It was a weird news week. It was really weird. I feel like there's some other stuff that happened, but it like was probably yeah things. Um. Oh, did you guys talk about the Nintendo Direct last week? No, because it happened right after the podcast. Oh, okay. But, yeah, that would be a good thing to talk about. You know, about. maybe we should talk a little bit about that. Um, I did watch it okay. in, in its entirety, and there was some... Uh, Tetris 99. Tetris 99 was on there. Um, Yoshi's Crafted World. Yes. Did you download the demo for that? I did not yet. It is adorable. Um, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker got bonus levels. Ooh. Um, which I've been kind of playing that here. So kill if you get the DLC for that, you'll immediately get one of them, and you'll get the rest when they actually release the content. So they have one ready now. Um, I think the highlight of that, though... Came at the very end. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Not not just... Not do you, not only do you just get to play... Which which one is it? What I can't remember. The, the, like, mix up all the names of oh, the Zelda games. Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening? Link's Awakening. So yep. Link's Awakening, not just... You can play Link's Awakening on Switch, but they've actually redone the graphics. Yeah, they've and it, updated it. It still plays the same, but it just is in a pretty mm-hmm. Hyrulean world. Yep. Did you ever play the... Did you ever play it on the Game Boy back in the day? I feel like yes. I think okay. I actually did have that one on my Game Boy. It's really, really good. So it's the, I believe it's the fourth in the series, because uh, there was one, two, Link to the Past, and then Link's Awakening. Um, and yeah, they've completely updated the visuals, and it looks great. There's a lot of backlash based on those visuals from people. Yeah, because they're just like, that's, why does it look that way? It Why looks, not? Yeah. I looked good. Right. So, and what's interesting, though, is somebody posted on one of the uh, Facebook uh, pages or, or groups or whatever, um, if you look at the original Game Boy version of that or the Game Boy Color, because they added a color version when mm-hmm. the Game Boy Color came out, the character models are obviously pixelated 2D flat, but it's that same style, that chibi style, right. where they're very much like little people, little cartoon characters, and it just looks like an updated version of that. It looks like the obvious evolution in that right. style. Yeah. I thought it looked really neat. It looks really good. I was like, I, I'll totally play that. That yep. looks awesome. So, And it's it's a weird game because it's got, it doesn't take place in Hyrule, and it's... It's in this, I can't remember all the different things, but uh, like chain chomps show up in it. There's Goombas. There's some 2D platforming in it. It's a really wackadoodle kind of Zelda game. I'm excited. It's it's good. Yeah, I know. If if that is the one I had, I can't remember which one I had on Game Boy, but um, it's been way too long to remember literally anything at all. I was very little. But it's one of the best in the series. Yeah. If not, a lot of people call it the best in the series. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's that. Um, and then there was a couple of other games announced. There's a, a, a mech game that was announced, and there's a demo for it available right now. Dragon Quest Builders 2. That's coming. I really enjoyed the first one. Yay. Um, they showed more off about Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, which is the exclusive yeah. sequel to the Switch, which I think those games are a lot of fun. They so. were amazing. Um, I remember playing that, that on my GameCube. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. There, we've covered your Nintendo Direct. Real news. Um, okay. So, <coughs> as I'm dying. Um, all right. We have questions this week. Uh, from people, and you can always get, send us your questions on, on our Discord at uh, bitemepodcast.com slash Discord. We'll uh, get you right into there, and you can ask us all the questions and spark some great conversation there, or we'll put them on our show if we feel like uh, you know we have something to bring to the discussion. Uh, so, Eddie Spaghetti's got one, Joe Coleslaw, Kangaroo Jack, and uh, first is this guy. Hey, yo, Vinny. Yes. What you doing? He just had a birthday, didn't he? He did. Happy birthday, Vinny! Yay! Yay! Um, we briefly talked about it last last week. Oh, but well, I wasn't here. here. So that's your birthday wish. From I was Adam. snowed in and stuff, and I didn't have power for like two days. That was awesome. Vinny is a big boy now. How old is Vinny? Twenty one. What, dude? Let's get smashed, bro. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Vinny wants to know what is your most anticipated game this year. Do you feel like you're less? Uh, less excited this year for gaming than last year. He's asking because Anthem is seemingly the only game that he's actively excited about, whereas the rest of the games this year, although I might be interested in them, are he's not super excited about or anything. Do you seem to share the same feeling or not? What do you feel about this year? Well, yes. Um, I do feel, well, one, it's early, so I think it's hard to really grasp what your feelings might evolve over in the next couple months if mm-hmm. anything kind of pops out at you but yes i don't i don't think they're it seems like it's not going to be a year like last year was i think last year was an exception mm-hmm. um whereas this one is um yeah i think there's there's a couple big things that we're gonna see but um but i guess at the same time like maybe little things will pop up along the way so right um i mean i think there's a lot of games coming that just aren't being talked about or maybe aren't really like we already had apex right. legends just apex appear. legends just came out of nowhere and everybody's playing that game have yeah. you tried it yet? Not yet i need to try that um but like so far this year we've had resident evil 2 which i really want to play right want to do that uh kingdom hearts 3 um, the new Super Mario Bros. U. Granted, that's a port. It's still yeah. that was a big deal. It's a big seller. Um, and then this month we had what have we had here? I mean, granted, it's not being reviewed very well, but people have been waiting for it. Crackdown Three of uh, the new Metro Exodus came out, which uh, the Apparently new Metro game is very good. Everybody's really talking about that. We've still got Anthem to come. Uh, Far Cry New Dawn came up, which people are also really, really, really enjoying. Uh, War Groove, which is a uh, kind of RTS, a uh, uh, what was the game on the Game Boy? Advance Wars. Advance Wars. It's kind of an Advance Wars like yeah, evolution. Um, then still coming, we've got a Kirby game. We've got Devil May Cry Five. We have got the Division Two. We've got Final Fantasy Seven's re-release. Whatever uh, I, people will just Final Fantasy Seven. You say Final Fantasy, they're into it. Um, Sekiro Shadows Shadow Dwi- Shadows Die Twice which people are talking a lot about. A trailer just dropped for that the other day. Yeah. Looks really, really good. Um, and I'm just like, I'm trying to point out some of these big games that are still coming. Um, Days Gone is coming in April to the PS4. Then it's kind of quiet. Uh, July, we've got the Fire Emblem Three Houses. Final Fantasy XIV's uh, got an update as well. And Dragon Builder, Dragon Quest Builders 2 is going to be coming out in July. 
Oh, uh, let's see. And then that's kind of the only games that those are the only games that really have like hard release dates. Um, but then we've got you know Super Mario Two or Super Mario Maker Two. That was the other big one from the direction. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, and then Hellblade is coming to the Switch. Uh, yeah. There's there's still a lot coming. Yeah. Gears Five is still on deck for this year. Yeah, I think there's gonna be some solid games, but I don't know if it has the hype like last year had. So right. to see, like, it might be something that's easier to gauge at the end of the year, where you say, "Hey, that was actually a really good year," but it, it's right. not. It might not feel that way um, as you move through it, right. just because there maybe there's aren't as big of tent poles as there were last year, just because there was God of War and Red Dead in the same year. Like those were really big deals. God of War, um, so. Red Dead. Uh, Spider-Man. And you also might be feeling the effects of that, right? That's a hard act to follow. Yeah. So your excitement might not just be at the same level just, Assassin's Creed. just coming off of that high, um, so to speak. So, Yeah, there's a lot of games to be excited about, but yeah, that's the perfect way of putting it. Last year was so filled with excitement that it's like, okay. Like, I'm ready. Like, that's why I kind of haven't been playing a lot just because I've enjoyed not playing games recently. Like, just kind of like... Breathing out and right. just uh, just relaxing a little bit. Um, however, I am excited to see what the Switch is going to do because they keep they keep pushing stuff out. They've almost put out every game that was on the Wii U. Like Are they really at this I, point. Th- wow. At this point, I think for the wonderful 101. Come they, on, like guys. the wonderful 101 and Pikmin three. I think like those are about the only things left um, that they haven't put on the Switch. And then I'm sure they're going to surprise us with stuff because they've been kind of just like. Here's a game, and you're going to get it. Here's a game, and you're going to get it. So I really hope they put... I want them to put Beautiful Joe on the Switch. I think that'd be fun, too. Yeah. And I want F-Zero. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They haven't had one since the GameCube, right? Now, do you want a new F-Zero with updated everything? Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, think, it's, I think games look so good now. Mm-hmm. Like, they do. They would have to though. They would for me if they brought an F Zero game back and they updated everything. Oh crap! Um, knocking stuff over. Um, if they updated everything, they would have to do like I can't remember what game it was, but they have to hide the original game in there somewhere so you can unlock that or make it unlockable so you can play that game. Sure, yeah, that'd be super awesome. Yeah. Um, so cool. Yeah, a lot of games. I'm excited for a lot of games this year. Um, I like games. I like games. <laughs> Yay. Uh, that's why we do this show. Thank you for that, Vinny, and happy birthday. Kangaroo Jack, out of the three of you guys against the rest of the Bite Me Discord, who would win a round of Player Unknown PUBG in real life with no live rounds, just simulate. Well, <laughs> just blank. He's clarifying that. We're not actually killing people. Would you guys play aggressive or hide it out? I've done one recently, and I've got another match in April with a group of friends. Oh, so like, uh, like PUBG with paintball. Yeah, I love this idea. <laughs> um... So, who would win? Obviously, he's been doing it recently, so uh-huh. I would I would consider putting money on him um, with his training. Uh, okay. Oh, oh. So it's <laughs> out of the three of us against our Discord. Okay. Yeah. So it's 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 every man for himself. Okay. Every I man think, or woman for themselves. Um. So I'm going to say I would probably do quite well because I've only played PUBG solo <laughs> and I've gotten I've gotten to number two. Yeah, I've never gotten first place. I've never gotten a chicken dinner. You have you gotten solo chicken dinners? No, no, I didn't really like playing the game solo. Oh, I loved it to pursue that. I loved it. I got plenty in Fortnite, but 
That's different. Well, those are, you get llamas? Llama, llama dinners. Um, you don't eat llamas? Oh, I don't think. I'm sure you can. Ooh, gamey. I, they're real furry. You probably get a lot of hair in your mouth. Um, I would feel pretty confident in this scenario, too. Okay. Um, spent a lot of time in the woods with various less than lethal weaponry shooting at my friends. So whether it was paintball, airsoft, anything like this is literally what we did growing up. Like we would just go in the backyard and like build obstacles or go paintballing or go to the woods and shoot each other and like (laughs) climb trees and, and like ambush each other. So Uh like I've been training for this moment is what I'm saying. Okay. So, but doesn't kangaroo Jack, doesn't he have like actual military training? Yeah, maybe. I can't remember if if he's or if if that's the guy. I know there's some people in here that probably do have better aim than I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't but remember. you only got to hit him once. That's the thing. That's, that's true. It is if when you got a big battle royale like it. Yes, I think certain people are going to excel, but you have advantage because it's one on one on one on one on one on one on one. So I think the the field does even out to a degree just because it's the circumstances you're in. Um, okay. I, I don't think, I think you can only have so much of an advantage just based on your skill. Um, that's my, that's my opinion. I kind There's of, only one way to find out. Oh, so we, so what we're saying is it's a uh, group trip to yeah. Australia in September. Ah, yep. uh, okay. Um, no. Yeah. I mean, I would do it. I would totally do it. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you think you'd do well? I think I'd do well. Cliff, how do you think you do? I'm dead. Okay. He's like, I'm out. He's like, like, he's like I'm not I even lose. <laughs> I'm so not in this conversation. I'm in California. Um, cool. Yeah, that'll be fun. I wonder, we'll have to look and see if they actually do stuff like that up here uh, in the great Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Gotta be something. I think it's just called paintball up here. Yeah, paintball's pretty popular. <laughs> One of my buddy plays very competitively. There's competitive paintball? Oh, yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Oh, yeah. Oh. Um... <laughs> There's a big 24-hour game coming up in, like, May in Oregon. 24 hours? Yeah, my buddies always go to that. That's nuts. Yeah. Sounds super fun. No, I like sleeping. Well, you you can sleep. It's not, you don't have to play the whole time, but it's like the game goes that long. So, like, you can come in and out of the game. I thought it would be like a, like a Hunger Games style. Like, they put you in arena and things can actually kill you and you have, no, I'm kidding. That's That'd be fun, awesome. though. <laughs> uh, thank you for the question, Kangaroo Jack. Up next, uh, Joe Coleslaw. With games made in the 2000s having a resurgence like Kingdom Hearts and Crackdown, today one of the biggest drawbacks he I hear is the fact that it feels like a 2000s game. Is that necessarily a bad thing? Those who enjoy the games back in the day would possibly like to revisit that feel of game. Though it may hinder potential new players, what are your thoughts on said games being remastered or having a sequel come to life? We already kind of touched on this. The crackdown. Um, But to say, like, is it necessarily a bad thing? No. Can it be a bad thing? Absolutely. Um, There are good and bad things about the way old games feel. One, if it mechanically feels bad, that's bad. Like, games don't have to feel like that, so they shouldn't. Like, you can take an old game that feels like a 2000s game and make it feel better Mm -hmm. um, just by tightening the controls there like when i play crackdown it's it it feels old in the sense like i move like a game that's not from this year um, right and that's bad um i think kingdom hearts 3 in a way feels like an old game in a different way to me it it's doesn't more nostalgic kind it doesn't of thing. come off as it's more like it has that old like it was kind of this 
mishmash of to me it kind of feels like in between an a jrpg and action rpg mashup um where you have like abilities that are mapped to your d-pad and you roll through them like rather than having like i have buttons to spell like skyrim or something like you have this menu over here and you you hit your attack buttons rather than having a magic a spell casting button you have like a menu that you select your spells or potion whatever it is like it's just the way it the interface is like to me that's what makes that game kind of feel old Mm -hmm. in a way and that one i don't think is as bad because it doesn't feel bad but i guarantee there's a way to do that better oh yeah um and that's that's where it is is like i think you can you can always make a game better in that the, the kind in that way um so as long as it's not unplayable but right well it's like it's not so much that so my thought about it is when it comes to games in the early to mid 2000s or even up to this new generation it's like it's not that because it feels like a 2000s game it's a bad thing it's just because things have just evolved right like the playstyle has evolved the actual feeling of the controls have evolved everything's evolved so it's not <clears throat> It's not bad that it feels like a 2000s game, but I just know that it's better now. Right. So unless I've got super, super strong nostalgia for something, I'm not going to go back. And don't get me wrong, the backwards compatibility and stuff on the Xbox is amazing because I'm actually getting able, I'm able to play games that I never played before. Um, So like Dead Space, I'm playing that. Bioshock Infinite, I'm playing that. Because I never played those games. Um, But... You can feel after playing games yeah, like certain games will feel a certain way. Of course, some games were kind of ahead of the curve too, mm-hmm. and, and still they probably do real, feel real well. really good. But th- there's also very few instances <laughs> where I'm like, I want to go play a 2000. Like I remember the game being fun, but when I go play it, it isn't. Yeah. Like it, it just it feels bad. Like and it's not it's not the story. It's not there are very good redeeming elements to oh, the yeah. game. It's just it feels bad. And that's why they can remake Resident Evil Two and people are like, Oh, this is phenomenal. This but is how it, you go yeah. back and play Resident Evil Two and realize you can't move and shoot at the same time. Nope. That is bad. Like that's just bad. Um, I think it's just it 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 at the time. It was new, it and was it was exciting. Thing. It was, it was just, the thing. So right. we didn't have anything to compare it to, but now we know yeah. that it can be better. And, and I, I, I guarantee you, 20 years from now, we're going to say the same things about the games we're playing now. Right. And I've seen people criticize like the new Resident Evil for that. They're like, well, that was part of what made it Resident Evil, and what made it hard and stuff was like not, not always having the perfect camera angle and not being able to move and, and like no that's dumb like that's terrible like yeah. you're saying like you should artificially make a game a certain Almost way broken. to make it harder i guess right like i understand not maybe not being able to like manipulate the camera to like 360 degree spin around your character like that's fine like i think in a horror game you probably should have a locked over the third uh, over the shoulder view or first person if that's what you choose i don't think you should be able to manipulate the camera because that will you could potentially see a scare around a corner before you're actually around that i agree with that but like uh the old metal gear solid games where you were literally locked in a camera angle 
I've never played the like, old ones. It, it's crazy. Like go oh, back. Yeah. Like, well, it's like when you play, like Parasite Eve. Parasite Eve had very and right. even Final Fantasy VII. They had very yeah. locked views for each. Right. You would go thing. into an area, and it didn't matter where the enemy was. Like you could only see one direction, and like that's dumb. Like that's terrible because it doesn't make any sort of sense. And it's like the if you have nostalgia for that, like good. Like I'm happy for you, but like that's. No one else wants to play a game like that because it just doesn't feel good. It, and I remember playing, like, I was really into, like, Metal Gear Solid 3 at the time, and it was the first time they they allowed you to, uh, they actually, I think, kind of redid the game and then allowed you to actually move the camera. But you could try it both ways, and I'm like, oh, that's terrible. Uh, this is way better. Like, well, it's so like- you could really see the difference at that moment. Yeah, the games looked that way and had that type of camera angle. Because technologically, they they chose that because that was what they had to do. Right. Now they don't have to do that. And it's awesome. Sometimes... So now you're... I think you're probably getting now closer to the truer vision of the developer right. and the artist of what they originally intended than what you actually got back then. Now right. you're getting the more real, Yeah, and sometimes gr- restrictions can do great... Um, for inspiring ideas, like... Yeah, being locked into a camera angle can inspire you to do great things because you have to figure out a way to make this compelling. But at the end of the day, like, it's not always the best. It's still not right. the best. So, so yeah, um, I'm good with games being remastered. Yeah. Do it. Change it up. Make it better because everything then was not everything yeah. then was good, but there was a lot of good. But if oh, it yeah, can be made better, games. why not? And like... The thing is, like, there's certain games, too. It's like, I'd rather go back and play Mario on the NES than I'd rather go back to the early 2000s and play um, some action platformers. Right. Like, 3D platformers, because they were... They were terrible. They're terrible. Unless like, they were Mario 64. Like, at that time, it was fine, but you realize 3D platformers, even today, like, they're the 3D pain. platformers are not good. Like, they're, it's very hard to have that depth perception in a game. Like, so there's certain things that just don't don't work so it's really just nostalgia which is fine like enjoy what you want there you go thank you for that mr joe coleslaw up next eddie spaghetti okay let's see how this plays out eddie spaghetti says you come home to a new stepdad and he's your most hated video game character his son is your favorite character who are they would you be attending holiday functions (laughs) i don't even know how to answer this hang on Okay, so I don't even know who... I don't even know, because my go-to is always Kratos. <laughs> and I love him, so I yeah. don't know if he would be the son he's of the a, father. He's a big son. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. What about Ness? From Earthbound. Earthbound. But if you if you remember, when you play Super Smash Bros., he just yells PK Fire. Or PK Thunder. What does the PK, PK mean? I don't even know, but that's all he says. That's and kind of annoying. Everyone, everyone who plays that game, because I'll just play him just to just troll <laughs> and just use that attack over and over and over again, uh-huh. but it is so obnoxious. So then would he be the father? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I hate him. <laughs> you hate him, but you play him all the time. Yeah, because it's funny. Okay. <laughs> No, it's just like I hate that obnoxious. Just because that's all he says. I don't even know. I don't know if he has other. I don't know if he can say anything else. I'm. 
That's how little I played Smash, is I didn't even know that's all he said. Yeah. Okay. PK Freeze. <laughs> PK Thunder. And you can shove the thunder up your butt, and then you <laughs> zoom up to the, <laughs> zoom back up to the ledge. Okay. Um. So that's the dad. Yeah. Who would the son be? Because you're supposed to like the son. Yeah. This is so. <laughs> it's so hard to make like a a weird little little family, strange family that gave. Saying that Ness made a baby, I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> this is a trick question. Yeah, uh, but still, it's a question, and we've started, so we got to finish. We've got to follow through. Who would make a better? Who is a better dad, though? Because I just can't get past Ness. Like Ness can't be a dad. Like sure. Why not? Like I mean, Earthbound a, came out in 1990, a, what? So yeah, it's so 25 years old. Yeah, but he's shooting in an age in Smash Bros. That's fine. Can we use Duke Nukem? He'd be a terrible dad. Yeah, but you kind of want to hang out with the guy. Yeah, he'd probably be pretty fun to go to the party and watch him get in bar fights. <laughs> like, Dad, you're so cool. Right? Um, I would say, well, we still need to figure out who your kid's going to be. Um, Yeah. For dad, I would have to go with um, uh, uh, Cassandra and Alexio's father in Assassin's Creed Odyssey because he's just a dick. <laughs> like, you think he's like... What if Zeus was your stepdad, though? Well, so then... <laughs> I think they made a game about that. <laughs> um, Jerk. Yeah. I don't know. This is a hard one. Because now that I think about it, like, Alexios and Cassandra's dad, he's like, he's not bad, he's just a general. Yeah. Well, so I'm, I'm finding it, it was, it's hard to really pick a character you hate, because even, like, the bad guys, like, just the ruthless bad guys, you still sometimes like. Just, right. Of course, they would be terrible stepfathers, like... But it'd be easier to say, like, Trevor from GTA, even though I love him as a character, he would be a terrible father. Like, it's, it's, uh, hmm. this is a stumper. I, I've been thinking about this, too. Right. Who is, like, so I started playing Far Cry 3. Okay. Who's the main bad guy in that game? Uh, the guy who kidnaps... You and your brother and your friends and stuff. Is that the the guy in the eccentric suit in that one, or is that the fourth one? No, that was four. Um, Yeah, I can't remember this guy's name, but he's kind of a dick. Yeah, he's a dick. Like, he would be a terrible... You know what? Yeah, he would be the terrible father, because you know that guy already has kids somewhere that he doesn't even know about. So So you have more brothers and sisters. There you go. He just brought one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's go with that guy. But the kid... The kid... Ellie from Last of Us. She's pretty endearing, right? Yeah, she's endearing. I don't love her that much, though. Yeah, I don't she's know if a, I'd want to. I don't know if I'd want to be. I don't ever want to babysit a zombie related to her. So. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I would want no um, responsibility. I would want Kirby to be the, the son. <laughs> my stepbrother is Ness Kirby. and Kirby. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Just the worst father-son duo ever. What's wrong with this picture? Oh, everything is wrong. Because how was Kirby made from that man? Yeah. Boy. Ugh. 
Okay. We need to move on. This is too much. Yeah. Thanks for that question there, uh, Eddie Spaghetti. Really, really appreciate you doing that to us this week. Um, If you have a question for us, you can ask them in our, like I said, in our Discord, or you can send them to us on the Facebooks or the Twitters or email us that way. Um, All right. Let's wrap it up this week with some cheap free games. Uh, If you are a new subscriber to PlayStation Plus with a 12-month membership, you get this really nifty little game that you really like. I do really like this game. And they've actually been pumping a lot of content to since they released it, what, a year and a half, two years ago? Yeah, I think over two years. I think they're going on year three now. Uh, That game would be Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. So if you... Uh, if are you do you does it have to be a new membership? No, I think it's, it's for new subscribers. So I don't know if that means I don't know exactly what that means, but it might mean if you're an existing account holder, you can't get this deal. But because that's that's how it read was new subscribers. Oh, gotcha. Understood. Well, there you go. If you don't have. PlayStation Plus, and you need it, do it, and you'll get Rainbow Six for free. Rainbow Six Siege for free, which is awesome. Free games are free games. Heck yeah. And of course, here we are, another game that Adam West just had to have on day one that he paid full price for. Uh, It's on sale just about everywhere. Assassin's Creed Odyssey on the PS4 and Xbox One, $19.99 at Amazon and GameStop. Yep. Or on the, are they on the, I think they might even be that on the the digital stores are they on the digital stores or is it just i don't know because uh even red dead is on sale for 40 bucks too there's a lot of big <laughs> games that are all on sale so if you got some some spare cash and you're you're waiting to looking to play one of those big games you might not have played yet it's probably a good good time to peruse and maybe pick one yeah red dead and assassin's creed i paid full or more price for so i could get extra yeah that was real dumb that's how they get you Yep, and they got me every time. Uh, so there is that. So look for Assassin's Creed for twenty bucks if you're into it. And then finally, there is a humble bundle that is available, and you can get that through our affiliate link. We are an official humble bundle partner at BiteMePodcast dot com slash humble. And tell me about this because this is all your realm, not mine. Yeah, well, I, I've never played Pathfinder, but I know people who do, and if you are a fan of uh, role-playing games uh, at the table with your friends and like that kind of social gaming, um, this is an incredible value to get this many books. But wait, there's um, more. For $1 alone, you get 10 books, and then... That co- and that covers all the core books to play this game. So at that point, you have everything you need to play Pathfinder, which is, my understanding is Pathfinder is a game that was built off of D&D's 3.5 edition, which was okay. a very popular edition. And then when they transitioned from that into 4th edition, people really liked the 3.5 rules and Pathfinder was born and they had continued to use D&D's 3.5 rules and that's where Pathfinder came from and it's it's my understanding again I don't know any Pathfinder D&D fan who knows way more than I do could tell you better but Pathfinder is a more technical game um Whereas, like, D&D's 5th edition now is kind of a little bit more roleplay friendly. So it, it, some people play Pathfinder maybe more because they want 
more miniatures than they want to actually like strategize about moving around the the, the right. table and do stuff. Of course, any game those games can be played different ways too, um, and that's kind of the fun of them. But um, more rule centric than like the role playing centric whatever. Okay, ba- that's in a nutshell, I guess. Um, Eight dollars or more, you get um, nine more books. Fifteen dollars or more, you get like. 13 more books and then 18 or more you get like all the books uh, literally all the books ever um and these are all pdfs which is awesome you can print them out or you can read them on your devices whatever but it's just a like i don't even know if i'll ever play pathfinder but it really tempts me because of um how much value it is it's 500 dollars worth of books 38 books total And these are big books. Like, if you were to buy these big books, they'd probably be close to $50 a piece, anywhere from 35 to $50. If they were books, of course, PDFs you can usually get a little cheaper. Um, but it is like $500 worth of value there. So That's an insane amount of content. Um, well, there you go. Just worth mentioning. Yeah, for sure. Um, you, like I said, you can hit that link at uh, bitemepodcast.com slash Humble. Humble. And that is the uh, 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 Xbox Game Pass games. They just added a couple uh, coming towards the end of this month. One is, oh, I'm trying to do this from memory. Um, I didn't see. I'm terrible. What's the What's the Mickey Mouse games? Epic Mickey? Epic Mickey 2. Is, Epic Mickey 2 oh, is coming awesome. to Game Pass. And also... Mm, I'm going to look it up, even though I don't want to. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Uh, Disney's Epic Mickey 2, The Power of Two, and Alien Isolation are coming at the end of Is that the one that actually people thought was pretty That was the one that was real, real good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe they are both backward compatible games. Can't remember exactly. So, at least... Epic I know Mickey Epic is. Mickey is. Um, yeah. I can't remember when the Alien game came out. There's been a few of them over the years, and I don't remember which one yeah, happened before the other. And But Alien Isolation, that was the that was the one that everybody really liked. Oh, no, so X, that came out. Um, it was kind of like an end of last gen, okay. beginning of this gen, so it came out in 2014. But a really, really strong game, really well received. Everybody really liked that game. Um, and then Epic Mickey is actually out. If you have a game, pa- if you have Game Pass, Epic Mickey Two is out as of uh, the day now? this podcast goes up, the twenty first of February. And then next week on Wednesday is when uh, you, I'm sorry, next Thursday, the twenty eighth is when you can pick up Alien Isolation off of the Xbox Game Pass. All right, that's that. Are we done? I think so. Okay, let's wrap our workday up and end this show and get back to um, other things. Yeah. That are way less fun. Yeah. Um, find us online, bitemepodcast.com, bytemepodcast.com, slash discord for that, slash humble for our humble bundle link, and patreon.com slash bitemepodcast if you would like to give us money and help us... Um, do things, go places, and whatnot. And we're at Bite Me Podcast on all the socials. Is that it? Yep. Okay. 